Welcome to Abbey Theatre Audio and our production of Spaghetti Junction from our resident drama company, The Company of Ten. This was produced in association with Radio Verulam. We hope you enjoy the production. Do you come here often? Oh, I bet you do. I've never done this before, you know. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to wiggle them round and round, am I? Oh, I'm sure they don't do it like that on Strictly. Whew, that doesn't look legal. Oh, you know you've got lovely eyes. Oh, sorry. I uh, lost my foot in there. Uh, I know. You lead and I'll follow. La, la, cha, 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 cha. Oh, don't go yet, J-Lo. I think I've got it now. Oh, come on, look at me. Don't you think I'm a natural? <laughs> oh, God, not 7.15 already. Oh, time for the usual Monday morning ritual. A blissful slumber lost forever. I was just in the middle of a beautiful dream with Jennifer Lopez teaching me the cha-cha. Lots of fancy footwork to negotiate, and her hips were swaying gently to the rhythm of the Latin beat in the hot, sultry night. Just starting to get up close and personal. Well, now the party's over, you pesky alarm. Thanks to you, it's just not fair. Still, <coughs> can't complain, really. Just look at my shirt. Pristine. Yeah, I should say so. Gold Star Service. A Diane organises... Everything for me. A good timekeeper, too. Never late. I'm sure that's a bit abnormal for a woman. Jim! I'm on the loo! You're always somewhere else. You never hit when I've got something to say. Every morning it's like this. I have to wake you up. Make sure everything's in its place. You have no idea if it wasn't. The thing is, I don't particularly enjoy running around after you. There may be many things, but I'm certainly not a doormat. And you know that. You've always known that. Yet I've heard you call me obsessive. Be even only fixated on occasion. The perfect chick of it. You can talk with your past history. I don't want to struggle to make order out of chaos. I want an easy life too. What you don't understand is that you can never have an easy life unless you work at it consistently. And while you've got me, of course, you can't be bothered with the details. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yes, you love to quote that little cliche. <laughs> I bet you've never read it. You know, neither have I. Why am I still doing this daily routine? That's what I should ask myself. I rarely complain. And I'm still picking up your dirty underpants and impeccably folding up the clean ones. You don't have a clue. As I've told you before, it's about time you came down to earth with me, isn't it? I've just been thinking about your organisational skills. See, you're not listening to me, even now. Uh, adore them, don't you? What? Lists. I, I, take that diary of yours. It's full of names in alphabetical order with the dates of all the birthdays marked alongside in red ink. I only know this because she showed me a few days ago. Not because I enjoy snooping around in her handbag. Yeah, she summoned me to her side and she said, Look at this, Jim. If I can remember everyone's birthday in this book, then please, this year, please remember mine. Yes, love. Of course I won't forget your birthday again. Oh, you do believe me, don't you? It was only once. 
once. And I was just recovering from my operation. How could I forget? If it isn't your pile that you're impacting in, Wax. Well, I don't think the removal of my thrombosed hemorrhoids adequately describes the ordeal. Birthdays weren't uppermost in my thoughts at the time. No, well, I suppose they wouldn't be, would they? I still can't forgive you. Oh, sailor thee. Anyway, you need to get an iPhone. What do I want one of those for? Well, they can do almost anything. Can they turn back time? Can they cook your dinner every day? No, it's all too much. It's too much choice. It's too easy to be ruled by technology. My book is sacrosanct. I can touch and smell it. I like the feel of it. The memories it holds. Complete with coffee stains. Exactly. I still manage to be more organised than you are in spite of all your latest gadgets. I know, love. I mean, everything has to be in its place for Diane. I've had to learn to adapt to her little ways. On weekday mornings, I somehow manage to eat a slice of burnt toast and gulp down a cup of coffee before she hands me my coat and briefcase. Your coat and briefcase, dear. Thank you. Have a nice day at the office, dear. Thank you. I'll try. See you tonight, love. My spirits are lifted for about ten seconds. The air is often still and chilly at this time of year. I mean, I like it as it keeps me awake. But it gets warmer once I start walking at a brisk pace to Wimbledon Station. Of course, they say that public transport is more environmentally friendly than a car. Anyway, Diane needs it to ferry both the kids to their music and karate lessons. They're 17 and 19, mind. It's about time they got the bus. Oh, I like to take some deep breaths as soon as I'm out of the station at the other end and feel ready to kick off for the day. Inside the cafe, it'll be nice and warm. Good morning, Luigi. Buongiorno, Mr. Johnson. How was your journey? Oh, same as ever. Crushing, pushing, coughing, sneezing over someone's shoulder sometimes into it. You get used to it after years of to and fro on the district line. Certamente. You get used to the same faces too. And a few new ones. Strange how they seem to develop that world-weary, exhausted look after a few weeks of playing sardines. Maybe say hello a few times by now. No, Luigi. Too close for comfort, I'm afraid. I know what you mean. <laughs> the usual? Uh, yeah, uh, the usual. Any luck yet with the uh, job, I think? Uh, no, but I, I still live in hope. <laughs> uh, listen to this. <clears throat> Dear Mr Johnson, thank you very much for your recent application for the post of Senior Marketing Administrator. Unfortunately, on this occasion, blah, 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 blah. It's always the same. I reckon they have a book of stock phrases which they refer to when dealing with rejects like me. Sure they do, eh? I don't think of yourself like that. I only speak the truth. However, I did actually manage to get an interview about a month ago. Uh, Mr Johnson, I see from your CV that you've had 20 years' experience in the field of market research analysis. Uh, uh, Yes. What is your current place of employment? There seems to be a gap in your CV after August. Uh, Oh, well, well, I'm between jobs, you know. So... You're unemployed at the moment? Uh, uh, No, I'm just realigning my career. Very interesting, Mr Johnson. In what way exactly? Here you are, Mr Johnson. Icon, eggs and café latte. 
I could feel my skin burning. God, it was awful. It was? At that point, around mid-interview, I remember her looking at me with a face that was taking no prisoners. However, she did have a rather nice pair of legs. <laughs> you know, the more probing her questions were, the more pathetic my answers became. In the end, I felt just like saying, cut the crap, love. Tell me that you think I'm past it, that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and that you think I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> no, Luigi. I just sat there and politely listened to the well-worn routine. Thank you for coming here today, Mr Johnson. We'll let you know shortly. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, of course, you can't let me know immediately. I, I saw a young man arrive just before I came in. Well, we're interviewing all day. Is he the uh, next candidate, by any chance? Sorry, Mr Johnson. I can't discuss any other interviewer's details with you. Oh, oh no, quite. I, I, I understand completely, and, and I do apologise. That's all right. We'll inform you as soon as we can. Uh, yes, well, thank you, uh, Miss. Uh, Miss? Goodbye, Mr Johnson. Nice meeting you. Safe journey home. Sounds a bad. You left with a heavy heart. Yes, for the umpteenth time. I stopped off at the pub on the way home to try and make it feel a bit lighter. What you English call drowning a sorrow. <laughs> more than one, Luigi. Far more than one. Eat your breakfast, Mr Johnson. It'll get cold. You know, I've never told you this, but whilst I've been sitting in your very nice cafe over these past five months, do you know how many jobs I've applied for? I don't like to say. I'm not very good at guessing. Over a hundred. One day you get lucky. I don't believe in luck, Luigi. Never know what may be around the corner. <laughs> For me, it may be getting run over by a number 29 bus. So you must keep your eyes and ears open all day. I'm still trying, despite everything. May not be for much longer, though. Your wife, she not know? No. What's she like? Why you not tell her? Well, it was the day of my latest interview, and I just got home from the pub. I told Diane I'd had a pint with George after work. I had mentioned him on several occasions, but she assumed that he was a work colleague, not the landlord of the Red Bull. That's nice. You smell like a brewery. I must meet this George. He's a nice bloke, but he does go on a bit. Does he now? Uh, yeah, I mean, tonight he was telling me about the grim details of a recent operation to uh, uh, remove his left ingrowing toenail. Ugh. Uh, quiet, so I started having visions of wartime torture chambers. Lovely. Uh, so I quickly changed the subject to the relegation of Wimbledon Football Club. Very sensible, love. Let's invite him over for dinner next week, shall we? I think he's always busy in the evenings. Is he married? Uh, uh, divorced. Well, that's all right. I can invite Jackie and Graham. Oh, and Jackie's sister. What's her name now? Do you know it's on the tip of my tongue? Uh, no idea. Just to make up the numbers, Jim. We must have an even number. Uh, he can't come next week. He's off to Australia for a, a month or so. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, let me know when he gets back, won't you? And we'll invite him over then. All right, if you insist. <laughs> we'll invite Jack and Graham over anyway, shall we? OK. Well, we do owe them one. Are you talking about a meal? What do you mean? Well, how could I forget their last dinner party? What about it? Oh, you know, the Denby-China incident. I, I can't believe that's still bugging you. Uh, yeah, well, accidentally breaking a cup on their parquet floor was bad enough, but when I offered to pay for that damage, I couldn't believe that Graham actually said, OK, £10 should cover it. At least you paid him. 
Well, and I'm still numb from shock, I think. It's all in the past. He gives Scrooge a bad name. I'm sure it's very nice once you get to know him properly. Anyway, we hardly ever socialise these days, what with you working so hard. Oh, do what you like, Diane. When did I ever stop you? Hello again, Luigi. I thought Carlo cover for you on a Thursday. I want to ask you something, Mr Johnson. Oh, it's not about the bill, is it? I must still owe you for that recent breakfast. No, no, Mr Johnson. No, um, Cousin Carlo is going back to Italy next week. Of course, my sister Gina will still be around in the kitchen. I wondered... Well, I wondered if you might consider helping me out with coffees and snacks... Only until you get a proper job, of course. Well, it wouldn't take me long to learn how to make them. I've seen you do it often enough. You don't have to tell me now. Think about it over your cappuccino. <sighs> you know, since I started coming here, I've never thought of myself as being a frothy sort of person. No? Well, including the top of my beer. Do you know, but you've converted me. I don't need to think about it, Luigi. I'll start today, if you like. You're sure about this now? It's not quite what you used to. And neither is the money. Luigi, I've had more than six weeks of uncertainty, disappointment, boredom and deception. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. An ever-decreasing bank account isn't much fun either, although Diane and I like to keep our finances separate. I mean, if you're prepared to pay me something, I'm prepared to do almost anything. Really? That's good to hear. Flexibility is important, isn't it? I don't think I'll tell Diane, though. Not just yet. Why not? Despite her many virtues, she is a bit of a snob. Thinks it's beneath her dignity to serve people. Right. Uh, what do you want me to do first? I'll finish your coffee. Gina, can you show the ropes? Gina. Ah, there you are. I can't leave my sauce for very long, Luigi. I don't want it to burn, do I? Gina, you know Mr. Johnson? See, si, see, si. We talk sometimes, don't we, eh? He's going to help us for a while. Very nice, very good. Would you mind showing him uh, what to do? Oh, not at all. Uh, come with me. I'll get you a spare apron to try. You'll be fixed up in no time. Oh, right. I'll show you everything. Uh, well. Don't worry. We'll take it slowly at first, if you like. Oh, yeah. Well, OK, then. You'll be fine, Mr Johnson. Um, uh, before I do get stuck in, uh, can I ask you both to do something for me? Because I tell us. Uh, could you call me Jim? <laughs> OK, Jim. Uh, but not Jimmy, though. Or Jamie. Or Jimbo. Jimbo. You the salt in my stew You will always be mine Sassity I'd be lost without you Oh, it's you, Graham Oh, yes, he seems a lot more active these days Jesus, no, not like that Just more sort of alert, you know, motivated And his own shirt the other day Amazing. He's never done that before. Comes home in a tracksuit and trainers sometimes as well. Says he's going jogging after work to keep in shape. He's unlike Jim to have any spring in his step. 
I even heard him singing in the bathroom yesterday. You're the cream in my coffee. And he smiles more, too. Even on Monday mornings. Funny, isn't it? If I didn't know Jim, I'd be starting to get a bit suspicious. Uh, no, really. <laughs> oh, well, I shouldn't laugh now, should I? Oh, so where shall we meet? OK. One o'clock, then. No, I'm ready to go. Bye. Hello, darling. I've missed you so much. I've missed you too. Hope you like it here. It's very bijou. Good food, though. Excellent coffee. You've been here before, then? Oh, ages ago. With uh, Jackie. Well, at least it's clean. I recommend the minestrone to start. Whatever you say, my love. Waiter, uh, two minestrones. Excuse me, waiter. I said two minestrones, please. Waiter! Hmm. With chiapata or crumpet on the side. Oh, it's you. Jim, what are you doing here? Well, I was just going to ask you the same question, sweetie. Uh, we just bumped into each other, if you must know. Well, aren't you meant to be at work? We both happen to have a half day. Isn't it a coincidence? Oh, isn't it just? Anyway, are you doing something for charity or what? <laughs> uh, do you really want to know? Come on, Jim, please. Where's my little secret? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm such a tease. What's going on, Jim? Sir, you really want to know? Stop it. OK, if you must know, I've been working here for several weeks. What? But you work at Morton Shandy. Oh, this is the new me. No, Jim. What? How could you? Well, quite easily when needs must. Needs must? All this time? Yes, and I'm really enjoying it. I never thought I'd say so, but I do. And besides, it's a job, isn't it? What? For how long? About two months. I was an all-day customer in here before that. My husband? Reduced to being a... a, a... Barista. I've had the training. Barista? Oh, see what I mean? No! Listen, the customers are mostly reasonable around here, and I'm a dab hand at making all types of coffee now. Luigi's been very good to me. Is even teaching me Italian. Bully for you. He thinks it sounds more authentic if I can read off a few choice phrases. Pasta con pomodoro, fettuccine al forno, prosciutto di palla. This is bloody ridiculous. You two are even more ridiculous. What makes you say that? Well, I didn't realise you two were so chummy. I didn't realise you could wear a penny or handle a J-cloth so well. How long has this been going on? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. I'm not discussing this in public. Well, you might as well. It saves time. And you are the only customers. So? Diane, it's no use. The game's up. Game? We've got to tell him. Have we? Oh, yes, I suppose we have. Look, I'll do it, darling. Jim, I love your wife and I'm going to marry her. <laughs> what? You? Is this some kind of sick joke? Yes, I am, and no, it isn't. Well, if it's not a joke, it's still sick. Well, it's no wonder that she's fed up with a loser like you. No one speaks to me like that and gets away with it. The customer is always right. Even though you only ordered a mini strone, But then I'm not surprised. I don't need to be insulted. Take your hands off her or step outside. Oh, this is pathetic. Having to deal with a loser and a liar... Get out, you bloody cheapskate. What if I refuse? Oh, you won't refuse, mate. You are messing with an ex-boxing champion. Brown Hill Junior School, 1966, wasn't it? The time and place are irrelevant. So did you leave Morton Shandy by choice, or were you pushed? Oh, does it matter? 
It does if you've got a redundancy package. Oh, of course. I should have foreseen you asking me that. To tell you the truth, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I need a change. Without a thought for your family. How selfish can you get? Oh, shut up, you. But why didn't you tell me, Jim? I had a right to know. Probably for the same reason you kept your own dirty little secret all this time. It was easier not to. And now it's all out in the open. Oh, I feel so much better. (laughs) I wonder if your wife will. Don't you dare bring Jackie into this. I dare as much as I like with someone who's shagging my wife and smooching with her under my nose at work. Now, I'll give you ten seconds for both of you to get out. Hey, just a minute. You can't do this. And don't come back. Luigi's been ever so good to me since that day, which he needn't have been, considering what happened. He returned to see his cafe filled with a team of paramedics attempting to calm down an angry man on a stretcher, (laughs) surrounded by several passers-by who came in for an eyeful. Oh, and not forgetting a hysterical woman shouting in my face. Later on, uh, when Diane eventually calmed down and we were able to talk nice and civilised-like, we decided to go our separate ways. We sold the house and divided the proceeds, although I got most of the bills and the kids' university fees. Graham's wife left him in the end, and I reckon mine took her place while the bed was still warm. The end of an era. A lot of water under the bridge. Still, life without her does have its compensations. How is he flat, Jim? Ah, really nice, thanks, Luigi. Got everything you'll need? Oh, yeah, more than enough. Not of any. Gina tells me she visits you quite a lot these days, eh? Yeah, well, she's uh, made things very comfortable for me. Just make sure you keep treating her right, eh? Well, of course, Luigi, the scout's honour. <laughs> she's my youngest sister, very special, you understand? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, very. No messing around, I hope. Well, no, of course not. I mean, what do you take me for? Oh, now, excuse me, Luke. I didn't mean that. I'm really happy that I can trust you to take good care of her. Well, I'm so glad. It's what she needs. Maybe her last chance. Oh, I wouldn't say that. You know, I, I still admire what you did that day. Uh, you do? Oh, yes. But if that had been me, I would have killed the bastard with a meat cleaver. Yeah, well, I don't care anymore, Luigi. Uh, she's welcome to him, and I'm free. If you say so, Jim. Oh, yeah, I do. I've been waiting for you. Uh, just circuit training. I feel great. Uh, going to have a shower now. Oh, do you want me to come in and scrub your back? Oh, don't worry, love. I, I've bought a new loofah. Well, don't be too long. I've made your favourite tonight. Gabonara with fettuccine. Oh, I can't wait. You know, that was my late husband's favourite too. Well, it's good enough for him. I, I suppose it's good enough for me. So, that's why you've got me cooking for you. Men. You're alike. Oh, Gina, you don't have to cook for me all the time. Getting spoilt like this means I have to go to the gym more often. You don't have to, but I do like you with some extra definition. (laughs) So you can wrap me round your little finger. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, You know. Uh, You know. 
When do I call all of the shots, eh? Most of the time these days, my darling. No, that's not true. Oh, really? I can't help being who I am, can I? And that's what I love about you. Oh, and uh, did you mean it when you said that uh, you wanted to sell up when your brother retires and buy a villa on the Italian Riviera? Excuse me? Ah, you know, with your dear late husband's life insurance payout. Oh, uh, may he rest in peace. Oh, Mamma mia! And did I say that? Only last week, remember? It was over a few bottles of wine, no? Tell me, do I look as if I'm made out of money? I'm not complaining. Now, come and help me find that loofah. You've been listening to Abbey Theatre Audio and our production of Spaghetti Junction by Anne Stafford-Murray from our resident drama company, The Company of Ten. Jim was Roy Bookham. The interviewer was Angela Stone. Diane and Gina were Naomi Jamboretz. And Luigi and Graham were Martin Goodman. The play was directed by Angela Stone. This podcast was produced in association with Radio Verulam. To find out more about the Abbey Theatre and the Company of Ten, please visit www.abbeytheatre.org.uk. Thank you.